Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome to the Superconscious Success podcast segment, Raising Prosperity Consciousness. In this segment, I interview experts on the topic of manifesting money and business success by raising our consciousness levels and altering our perception of lack. Now, my guests will discuss topics such as manifesting prosperity with the divine, altering money mindset from one of poverty to one of prosperity, and reprogramming our belief systems to be one of complete abundance. Now, I am so excited to have our guest on today, yet another awesome guest that is going to talk to us about manifesting money and bringing soul clients into your business. Now, Peter uh, Patia Kolobova is an alignment coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so that they may experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant, as her podcast says. Her mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Now, Patia gives immense clarity and exact steps to unlock women's divine feminine and abundance mindset. Now, through subconscious work as a certified breathwork facilitator, Reiki, NLP, and human design practitioner, she leads her six and seven figure clients to their next level in life and business. Now, if she's not interviewing fellow experts on her podcast, Unapologetically Abundant, traveling the world with her husband, hosting retreats or reading, you're going to find her in nature, disconnecting from the world, connecting even deeper to herself. That's a woman after my own heart. I absolutely love nature and that's exactly what I do when I'm just needing a little bit of time out. Hi, Patia, how are you going today? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for such an amazing intro and also for having me. You know, I, I love that we connected through this topic. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so important. I truly believe when good people make it, you know, make great money, we can create amazing things into this world, you know. Absolutely. And I feel like times are changing, so we get to change with them. Yeah, we do. And I think it is it is incredibly important that that the visionaries out there and the people that are really wanting to make those big changes, that we learn how to we learn that money's simply energy and that it can be it can be um, you know, created whenever we desire it. And of course, the more we have, the more we're actually going to be able to um, offer the value that we're wanting to offer. So I totally agree with you. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty and all the juicy stuff, um, can you let everybody know your personal story and how you kind of became so interested in this topic? Mm, Thank you. I feel like it's so important to start like where we were so people can understand where we are because it's sometimes so easy. We look at people online, the authorities online who already are doing the things that we would love to be doing. And we are like, well, good for you, but how do I get there, right? So I really love sharing the past story so people can understand that gap. So not they only see me as, you know, uh, we are our podcast. It's to talk to person globally, which I'm so thankful for. We just launched our book that became a bestseller. I have multiple six-figure online coaching business. I married the love of my life, you know, and we are living in Tulum. So the uh, in Mexico, you know, Caribbean, yeah. because people are like, what's Tulum? So it's 
whites and beaches, crystal blue water, unless we have algae, you know, like yeah. in, in <laughs> season. Um, but it's it's so easy for people to look at and then say like, oh, it's too far. Like I cannot get there. Mm -hmm. But if this girl, this girl from very small, super small town mm -hmm. from Czech Republic with unpronounceable name can live this life, anyone can. Yeah. Because I really come from the scarcity and I didn't grow up in poverty, but in scarcity. And there is a huge difference, you know, because when we see scarcity, people think like, oh, it's, it's someone who is like living in a street and doesn't have money. Yeah. And yes, that was a part of my life that I left, you know, like uh, surf couching, not literally on a street, but I ran away from home when I was 18 and lived, yeah. you know, with my mm -hmm. friends. But the scarcity, it's we have a feeling of not enoughness yeah. and that is just like it goes into so many areas of our lives you know because when I was born if I would believe in accidents I would say I was born by accident because my mom was dating my biological dad for two years got mm -hmm. pregnant the first time she had an encounter with him oh. and uh, there was an accident right so my whole life, I created this story like I shouldn't be here. Yeah. I'm here by accident. I don't matter. Her life would be better without me than with me. Mm -hmm. And that's really showing all areas of my life. And also has to say a lot about how worthy my mom felt because she got remarried with mm -hmm. a partner who was physically and mentally abusive to me. So it's just added, right? I felt unlovable, unworthy, turned into toxic relationship in a very, very, very early age. Um, and I developed eating disorder when I was just a little bit over 11 years old. Wow. 18 years old, I ran away from home. And then I lived with a partner who was even worse than my dad, right? Because we go to what feels known and familiar. Yeah. doesn't mean better or safe, right? It's just running to familiar and there I felt so hopeless that I attempt for suicide okay. so all of that was like the base of my life mm -hmm. that's what happens when we are little kids we create the stories and that creates the base of our lives mm -hmm. and living it up until we become we pass and we become conscious about what is really happening mm -hmm. and happening in my reality right now it's what I really want to be living do I still truly want to believe in those old beliefs yeah. right so we get to wake up you know and there's a lot of types of awakening yeah but when I came into my age 30 you know it's around like I think I was around 29 um there was a thing called sudden in return Mm -hmm. when the sun and the planet southern it's an exact point when you were born and you know I didn't hear about it like I'm 38 now you know and I haven't heard about it up until two years ago something like that when guest on my podcast I was talking I was like oh my gosh that makes sense like me like divorcing and later quitting a job and like healing my eating disorder like there was like so many things that were happening in that like around that year so I feel like that was when my life really started changing. When I realized like, if I keep living like this, I will literally take my own life because this is not possible to live. So no. that's like my life story up until around like a decade ago. And that's when I really awakened to, there must be something else. I meant yeah. for more, like, I thought that it would be so cruel and silly 
for human beings to live this way. Like imagine if you think about it, right? Like most people are like, I am born, I'll go to schools, get a good grade, get a good job, get a two and a half kids. And then I will be drinking every weekend and living for vacations and hustle and work yeah. hard to provide a better life for my kids than I had it. That's the meaning of my life. And then I will die and that's it. Yeah. And I- unfortunately, that's that's kind of like the story of so many people's lives, isn't it? It's it's yeah. like the the you know the average person that's what they believe, you know yeah. the white picket fence and and all of that. So so what you telling your story? Um, we know how important self worth is, yeah. and and so what what connection do you believe that the the level of self worth has in relationship to our quality of life, to to our manifestation, to money, the energy of money in itself? What um relationship do you think they have together i feel like there's a direct correlation of course mm. because how do you see yourself and it's it's fascinating i recorded uh so a podcast about it because there was like this click i'm like oh my gosh like it has direct correlation to so many things because how you feel about yourself yeah you are teaching others how to treat you and how to feel about you <clears throat> and that will translate directly into your health, your money, your relationships, like everything. So it all starts with you. And how do you see yourself? Because I always tell my clients, listen, like I tell my clients, if you want to like quick fixes, go ask Uncle Google, don't hire me. I'm <laughs> yeah. much more exclusive than Google and YouTube because some people, they're like, I want a strategy and tips, like how to make more money, get more clients and I will be happy. I was like, no, you won't because you didn't change in a process. Exactly. It's really about who you're becoming because listen, Jennifer, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I made it quick money and, and I feel like I spent it even quicker, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't feel worthy of of having the good life and having the good experiences. Who am I to have an easy life? I have to like prove that I'm good enough and I have to work really hard. And there were times that I had like four jobs, you know, like side hustles and working so much. And I was so frustrated with life. Mm. So it has direct correlation, how you see yourself, how worthy you are feeling. It's going to really translate in everything. In all of your relationships in your life, your job, your intimate relationships, your friendships, and of course, a relationship with money. Yeah. The thing is that when I started my journey of abundance and when when coaches say like, oh, money is just energy, I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I am such a visual person. <laughs> and I'm, like, so I'm like, I don't, well, it's just the energy. So feel better and, and you will do it. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I have money in my bank account and I have it in my wallet. What do you mean energy? Like, I couldn't like, yeah. my because I'm so visual. I'm like, I gotta see. It's like the same with like faith, right? Like my husband believing yeah. God. I'm like, well, I never seen him. So what, you know, like it takes so much reprogramming. Like, listen, you cannot see the gravity. And most of the time, hopefully you don't see the air because if you see, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like there's so many things we cannot see or grab. Like I cannot grab the air and it's still here, right? Yeah. So money, it's energy didn't work for me at the beginning of my journey. I had to like study the quantum physics books mm-hmm. to 
like grasp it and it's like heavy when you're begging right like you feel stupid very I'm heavy yeah. like what's wrong with me right and we go back into scarcity i'm not enough i might be silly because and I then of course know. and then of course you're also around people that are telling you you're crazy because you know you try saying oh you know money's energy and they go no it's not it's like this this paper and and um and you know it's in the bank account now the thing is that there's you know, when we talk about money and we talk about um, scarcity mindset versus poverty, um, you said there's a difference and scarcity is not feeling enough. It's that feeling of lack and it can happen in all, all different areas, not literally just money. Um, we have, you know, scarcity of time and, and all sorts of different things. So say that somebody is struggling and they're living paycheck to paycheck and they're they're trying to manifest that money and they're doing the hustle and they're doing the grind. How may they start to start to alter that mindset? Um, does that come down to them starting to feel like that they deserve it? Because I think that, you know, if you look at lotto winners, there are so many lotto winners out there that they've lost the money within, you know, the first six months. Is that because of a lack of worthiness? It, like for every person is going to be different right mm -hmm. it, it's there will there's so many layers to that absolutely so it's, it's like hey let's put it in a box of not worthiness you start feeling worthy <laughs> and i have a many course of like you know unapologetically worthy you know yeah. and then it's not like you will take my course you will feel better and you can start changing your life but it's not like oh you will take the course and everything changes. yeah so that's it worthiness is like a foundation but it's not like everything I feel like it's like I mentioned it before is the process of becoming process. who are you becoming in the process you know and with the money I think it's the relationship with the money yeah you know so for me what really worked to literally 10 times my income was at the beginning of my journey now it's probably like 20 times more but it was really like creating a relationship with money because i realized i was treating money as a booty call like now i want you now i don't now i want you now i don't yeah. know but it was the relationship that i wouldn't want to have like imagine like if you ask yourself right now the way i'm treating money would i like to be treated Yes. Well, no, because you don't check on your credit cards. You don't check on your bank account. You don't have any relationship, you know, like you just want more of it, but you're ignoring it or you're scared of it. Or you feel like you don't have enough or you're treating it like something dirty, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah. like I got rid of it. So I had to first change my relationship with money. First realize that there has to be relationship with money mm -hmm. and what we do we started to do it with my husband. Oh my goodness. Like over three years ago now, you know, like maybe even more because we're together almost five years. So maybe four years, time flies. <laughs> yes, um, it does. We started to do money dates because, oh. you know, like me and my husband, we have like Friday dates and sometimes it changes if yes. you're traveling with something. But if you want to have a good relationship with someone, you've got to pour energy into that relationship, mm -hmm. time and energy, and you get to be really invested and really care because what we appreciate, appreciate. And if Absolutely. you say oh, money, it's dirty and it's hard to combine, but I want more of it because I want my kids to have a better life. Well, there is a resistance. You can bring something more of what you don't really love and respect and value. Yeah. And it's not like, 
you love money above all, but you gotta have a relationship, right? Yeah. So we got to start to change that. So we started to do our money dates every weekend, nice. you know, every week we do a money dates when we, um, not only like track our income and investments of mm -hmm. that week, because that way we know where we are, where are we heading, what can we change? What can we do more of? Mm -hmm. We also like write a letter to money, you know, we write our short-term, long-term goals. And sometimes the love letter to money can be apology letter. Like, hey, I've been ignoring you. Hey, like I am open and, and that was me. I'm open and willing to create relationship. I'm open and willing to learn to trust you. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, this is weird for me, but I'm willing and open to do this so we can like create mutual respect. Like that was my beginning with money. I said like, Hey, I was acting really bad. Then I was ignoring you and ne neglecting you. Let's change it. Are you open? So with that, I started to feel more safe with myself yes. and with money. So that's when everything started to change and going from scarcity to more prosperity right but also starting to appreciate every single day the abundance i already have in my life mm -hmm. because there's like nine things that go right in your life and one thing <laughs> one you want to focus on <laughs> yes and then all of the nine things like join it because that's where you're putting all your focus so acknowledge what would you like to improve like when i work with my one-on-one -on -one clients like when i do check-in i'm like hey how can we make this week even better than the last week? And what was good last week? What can we celebrate? And where do you want to support? And what would you like to improve? So mm. I don't say like, what was the problem or what sucked or yep. the energy, but what do we want even better? Absolutely. Even if it was terrible, but how can we make it even better? Because then we are acknowledging there were some good parts, right? Yeah, because we do we do tend to forget that we we start focusing so much on what didn't go right this week, and instead of focusing, and this is why gratitude is so important, and this is why just thinking back to to all the good stuff that's happened is really is really important too. And I love the whole aspect of building that relationship with money because I'm I'm a big firm believer in that and I it's just like you know you see people and they have money and they have it all scrunched up in their purse and it drives me crazy <laughs> because I go well you know would we like to be scrunched up and shoved in the corner you know um I you know I, I was at one point like you know you could get your purse I mean Feng Shui is a big one they have a lot of really great because um, Feng Shui is all about the energy and the chi, chi in the home and around money and relationships and all sorts of things. And so I had this little bowl and I'd, and my purse would go in that every night and I'd say goodnight to it. And, you know, people thought I was crazy, but hey, yes. But it was building that relationship with money. It was talking to it and saying, thank you so much for coming into my life. It was going down to the supermarket and when you're paying out money going, thank you, you, you were able to provide me with all of these groceries, you know, paying bills and going, oh, I'm so blessed to have you. Um, so we were able to pay our electricity or our water or whatever it is. And so I think that that's really important that we build that relationship. But if somebody's struggling at the moment, and we've all we've all been there, if someone's struggling and they look in their bank account and they go, oh, no, I've got like $5 to last me till the, till the end of the week. Yes. I was there, you, you know, literally $5, but I had $10. Literally, like a few years ago, I had $10 yep. to my name. 
And I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Like, do I buy gas to my car to go to work or do I buy food? Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. I've been there, so I know. And what I got to remind people, this is an old news. What mm. are you experiencing right now? It's is your previous news. beliefs. Yes, it's your previous beliefs and how you were treating money. So there's always time to change and change now. Yeah. And like, hey, I'm so happy I have $10. Let's put, you know, $5 to this and $5 to that. But also seeing the possibilities and expanding. Like when women come to me and they say like, oh my gosh, I wish I could go to your retreat. I wish I could go to your mastermind. I wish I could work with you, you know, like, but I cannot afford it. I'm like, well, you just declare it. You can. Yeah. So you know exactly exactly you, go, but you get to ask yourself how can I yeah and I have them like sit down and write down a many different ways how money can come to their lives because we are so like used to that there is like this channel and this channel and this channel but that's not the source of money no. the source of money whatever you believe God, universe, source, ah, Buddha, I don't care. But there is like a different, like there is like one from the divine, everything else, you know? Yeah. Yep. So with your one channel like dries up, like, oh my God, what if my husband dies and cannot pay the yeah. bills anymore? What if, what if I lose my job? Out? Yes. And the thing is that that's just the channel. And that's why I have them like sit down and what are all other many ways that you can create money. And when they sit down and they have like 20 things, they're like, okay, I'm okay. There's many yeah. different ways. So we get to, it's, it, it, it really comes back, Jennifer, to feel safe. Yeah, you absolutely. And once you, and I think it's about trust. And, and this is something that I try I try to explain to people throughout the Superconscious Success platform and the interviews and all that sort of thing. It's, it's about trusting that the divine has your back, trusting that the universe has your back. Um, like you said, God, Buddha, Buddha um, whatever, um, has your back and that you're going to be okay. But I remember, um, you know, as I started my own mindset work, as I started to to do the reprogramming, because we're going to go into that in a, in a few minutes. But I remember I was listening to this subliminal audio and I was listening, I was watching, um, like, I think it was a YouTube video and it had like all these mansions and all these beautiful locations and real wealth type um, images. And I was watching and it had some affirmations behind it. And I think I was watching for about 15 or 20 minutes. And then I, I said, oh, I've got to go down to the supermarket and I've got to do some shopping. So I go outside and I'm walking out, out on the road and right in front of me is a hundred dollar bill. And it was just on the ground out of nowhere. And I'm going, wow, like this was just like totally unexpected. And I went, thank you universe. Now I've got a hundred dollars on go do my shopping. And, you know, and I think that that's the thing is that once we start to reprogram, once we start to think differently about money, we start to think differently about the relationship with it, then we're able to, to build and to grow. And, and it's all about our, our expansion as a human being. As you, as you said, it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight, but, um, but it is so powerful. And so I want to actually go into, you've actually got the MATTERS um, process, which is the acronym. Um, and with that, the first one that we talk about is actually belief systems. So can you go a little bit into how important beliefs are when it comes to <laughs> manifesting money? Absolutely. And, you know, like beliefs are the foundation. 
-hmm. beliefs are truly foundation because beliefs are going to create your reality yeah because you can believe money it's really hard you know to come by and i believe that the less i work the more money i make well that's my reality and yep. that's your reality and as we mentioned before like beliefs are formed when we are little kids you know mm -hmm. because up until the age six seven Mm -hmm. we are in a different brain wave, you know, alpha brain, when we can really like, we absorb everything, don't everything, we? That and you don't doubt it. Mm, so it's yeah. scary, you know, that seven years, seven, you're already like, okay, this is how my parents live. This is what I hear in the school. And you live by that. But is it still your truth? Yeah. Like, look at the results you are getting. And if you're happy with it, well, keep going, right? Yeah. But if you're not, then there needs to be some work done. And and to rethink about it, because I know growing up, when I was about six years old, so this was as all of that was being imprinted, I remember my parents, they were struggling um, financially because my dad got hepatitis. He was in hospital for like six months. They had no income coming in except for the little bit that they got from the government. And so I remember the electricity being shut off. I remember the, you know, um, uh, existing by candlelight. Mm -hmm. And although they tried to make it as enjoyable as they could, I remember, you know, barely having enough food to eat, but my mum pretty much existing on plain rice just so she could give us food. And so at the age of six, that is programmed. And then as I get older, then my parents are working their butts off to you know make enough money to be able to support us so that's becomes the next belief is that that's what you have to do and so now we have we are so blessed because we have got so many different people out there that you can use as, as mentors as guides that you can look at and go well if they can do it so can I you know if they've been able to do this then they're no different to me it's just that their belief system is saying I'm worthy of it I'm able to do it and I've got value that I can offer people because I think when it comes down to money, that's what it is. It's an exchange for the value that you're offering. Mm -hmm. So um, so I totally agree. The belief systems is where it all starts. Mm -hmm. So that was your first, that was your first principle in, in that. Um, the second one you talk about aspirations. So can you go into the aspirations a little bit more? Because this is, this is a really good one aspirations it's it's very powerful because you know i i feel that again like we mentioned before it's about who you're becoming right yes. in the process like who do you aspire to be and and really having the it goes from the belief into the aspiration right like who do you aspire to be and um it's like connecting with the higher version of yourself yeah it's really seeing the possibilities it's really about expanding because you know like I said I was born and raised in very small country and there's mm -hmm. no aspirations there no. is just like the, the the you know the the work that I say you know the the life that I said like you will live for the weekends and you will live for the vacations that you will be saving for the whole year conscious success fam thanks so much for joining me in this interview and I'm just taking a short break in the interview just to let you know about an exciting offer that I have for you. I'm just in the process of building the Superconscious Success Inner Circle, which is going to be a 
free membership that you're going to be able to get access to, which is going to eventually, once I've got it all built up, include courses and, and exclusive content and a whole heap of other stuff that's going to be available for you to help you to expand that consciousness and to come into your power. And it'll include content from all of my different segments, from super conscious success, your spiritual shift, raising a conscious human and also peace and prosperity. And you'll include content from all of that, as well as the self-empowered empath, higher self-mastery, and a whole heap of other different collaborations and projects I have on the go. However, to get this free membership, you do need to go and sign up. So if you go to superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle, you can sign up absolutely free for it. As the content builds and I reach a thousand subscribers, I will then be making it a premium product, which means that you will no longer get it for free. It will be a monthly charge. But if you get in now and you get into the free membership, then you will have that free for life. So head across now as we're in the building phase and you'll start to get more and more awesome content um, flowing in. And yeah, so head on over there now, superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle. Now let's head on back to the- Who you are aspiring to really be? Who do you aspire to be in your life and for your family? So it's about expansion and expanding the possibilities and looking who you can become in the process. It's so yeah. powerful. It is so powerful. And and this is where, um, you know, things like scripting come in really, really handy because, I mean, I love it. I love being able to sit down and write out, okay, what is my vision of myself? What is my vision that my higher self is trying to download to me? What is, what am I going to aspire to become? And I think that sometimes I think that we're pretty locked in and we have a hard time really expanding and dreaming big, as I say, because mm. as we're kids, I don't know if you were, um, this happened to you at school, but when we were at school, we'd be sitting there and we'd be daydreaming and daydreaming is a great way of being able to figure out, you know, who you want to be and, um, and then we'd all of a sudden be told to stop daydreaming or we'd be, you know, whacked on the hand or whatever it was and, and told, stop, focus, get back to. And I think us being told at such an early age that we can't dream or, or dreaming is foolish or, you know, you're never going to be able to do that because, you know, that's way outside of our comfort zone um, because we do. We all live in our comfort zone, don't we? Yes. Yeah. And I think that dreaming big is so, so powerful. So I love that aspirations. Who do you aspire to be? And then we mm -hmm. go into, as you've already spoken about, you've spoken about the time with money to build the relationship. So it's really important to build a relationship with the money. And making it non-negotiable, you know, because that's the thing, like with everything, like, oh, I don't have time or I'm too tired and whatever, you know, and it's not like... um Ideally, we do it every week, but if I'm feeling unwell or if we're yeah. traveling, we do it bi-weekly or if it happens that we had like, you know, lunch month, like we were launching Summit and Book and I was traveling mm -hmm. and I just yesterday traveled back from a mastermind, you know, and I'm hosting VIP experience this week with my oh, one-on-one wow. friend here in Tulum. It's full. So maybe I don't have an hour or two to sit with the money. But listen, I text it and I know yeah. it sounds crazy, but like I text myself, but I'm pretending I'm texting money and I'm yeah. like, hey, 
thank you so much for being patient with me this week as I am, you know, traveling and I have so much on a plate. I'm so excited that we will sit down together and, and really like dive deeper as this is like, you know, like winds down. So it's, it's really about the intention to have the relationship, you know, yeah. and learn how to treat it differently and learn how, how you want to be treated, start treating your money that way. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it because I'm very big with that. And I think be conscious as to how you're, how you're treating it. Be conscious as to, you know, people are so frightened when they get a bill come in. They're so frightened. And and I, I've kind of turned it around and I've gone, look, we're actually really blessed because if you look at your electricity and your water and that, they're actually trusting you and they're giving it in advance. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ability to be able to, as I said, money is value. So it's an exchange. And so I think if you can, you know, they talk about, you know, um, writing little um, smiley faces and stuff on the checks as you send them in and saying thank you and all that sort of thing. There's so many different things that you can do. So I love that whole um, that whole relationship that you have with money. And I love that you put that as part of your process because it's really important. What about, and we, and then we did speak about the next one, which was trust. That's trusting in yourself, in others. And then you talk also about the higher power. Now, super conscious success is all about that higher power. It's all about the highest version of ourselves, the super conscious. So Mm -hmm. can you give me your definition of the higher power and um we spoke a little bit before about how you know if you have that trust in the in the divine then they're going to open up different channels to you Mm. so you you let me know about your definition as to as to your higher self Mm. it's uh it's really fascinating because i personally i don't love labels it's more about feeling feeling and really trusting like I know there's something bigger and I don't need to give it a name. And, yep. you know, because like in, in the past, it was like, I, I didn't like the word God, you know, yeah. and I didn't like the, like, because that was like forced upon, right? Like it's mm-hmm. this way and you have to act proper way. And I'm like, I, it didn't make sense again to me, like why we would be created and then we are sinners and then we have to yeah. redeem ourselves and I then go together. I'm like, no, there is heaven on earth, right? Like, that's why we are here to experience it all. That's, so what, me- that's what I've always said. I've always said, look, you know, when people talk about that and I say, well, we create our own heaven and hell on earth. Yeah. And so it's where we are right now and we can choose. Where yeah. do we want to be? Do we want to be in a, in a world that is a heaven, that, mm-hmm. that is full of joy and abundance and prosperity? And, or do we want to live in a place where, where it's full of you know poverty and greed and all of that sort of thing so I love how you put that heaven on earth it's awesome yeah so that's that's what I believe you know in the beginning it was just like universe because I want to give it some name and after reading Gabby Bernstein book the universe has your back I love that one yeah it it really really reminded me to have that trust and surrender really surrender to that higher power not give up but surrender because I am trusting and I know there is something even better for me and um, you know my husband he comes from Christian family and he was like always like rebel and refusing um, the religion but his parents were never like forcing or anything you know they're very loving very present very supportive people and they're in like non-dominational church Mm -hmm. so lately like we have been joining them on the masses because I'm like 
it's completely different than the religion I experienced in Czech yeah. Republic. You know, it's like modern and they have a music and the pastor is wearing jeans and he works out and he's talking yeah. about our daily life and his family and like stories from my grocery store. I was like, I can relate to this, yeah. you know? So I feel like the labels are not important, but the feeling is, and just yes. knowing that we are all held, guided and supported. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I truly deeply believe that it all comes to love. Yeah, like absolutely. That's, that's all that is, right? Like whatever religion name everything, it comes down to love, th- that we are love and we yeah. come here to love and live in love. So it might seem and, and sound like utopia, but I truly believe that that's the main Well, that's purpose. what source is. Source yeah. is love. And, yeah. and there, is, there is nothing else. And it's out when our ego gets involved, that's when we start to have fear and all sorts of other things. So if we just trust and we stay in that place, then we don't have to worry about any of that. Mm-hmm. So I love that. So that's the next one is to trust in and trust in yourself and trust in yourself. As we talked about self-worth, trust in yourself that you have everything that you need within you to create mm-hmm. the life that you were designed to create because mm-hmm. we're all co-creators on this on this earth and no matter what we're creating it's there for a purpose and so you know I've always been a big one on believing that my purpose here is actually one of connection and it's one because I believe that if people work together if people collaborate if people you know work together to be able to provide value to others then we can make some massive change in this world Mm-hmm. and help people to help people to become the best versions of themselves so um that's amazing and then we talk about expansion so what's possible when i have the money and this is this is a really fun one because if you can actually get into that place of actually dreaming it and actually um thinking what is possible because yeah. that's the problem isn't it we don't actually think okay what is possible like we, we get to a certain threshold and then we go, we can't go any more than that. So how do you th- how important do you think it is for us to sort of like be starting to to gradually move up that threshold as well, to you, what we are capable of? If you if you want more in life, you gotta believe that you can have yeah. and handle that more in your life. So it's really fun to be expanding. And I remember when we started to do this um, exercise with my husband. And we were just writing down like, you know, the, what would we do when we have that money? And I would be like, oh, I would go and get massages and I would go to spa and I would eat in nice restaurants and I will have a cleaning lady and I will have a private chef and I will like send money to my mom and my grandma and I will retire my mom and I would travel to exotic places and live in a beautiful tropical location. And looking back, I am all of that. Yeah. I was writing it down it was like in my mind I'm like like I cannot even pay my rent how will I retire my mom right yep so it's very important to like fuel those possibilities and from place of like positive expectation and eagerness versus like oh this sucks like look at where I am now like I cannot get from here but when you when you can evoke that feeling like oh Christmas is tomorrow I know it's happening you know yeah it's different you're fueling your those dreams and it's like placing the order with with the source and say hey this is important to me and listen 
it doesn't work for all of us the same because I'm also, you know, studying past four years of human design. And mm -hmm. even when I started my coaching business, I'm like, oh, everybody, it's like me. Like, you got to be specific and do uh, scripting and you have to do a Pinterest board and you have to do, because that's how I did it. That's how I created my multiple six-figure business, right? Yes, yes. Seven. And I'm like, and then I realized through human design, we're not all the same. Some people no. are specific manifestors and some are non-specific. So really check in with yourself, like what feels more expensive to you when you're more general, like, oh, I would love to live in a house that it's safe and nice for me and my family close to the water. And then forget it, right? Like where exactly it's going to be or are you specific like me that you yeah. will be like, I want a five bedroom house and we have a green, beautiful backyard and we have a, you know, king bed in, in every room and you go into like all yeah, the details. I'm, I'm right? the same. I've got like, I've got like these visions right next to the beach and what my house is going to look like. And, and mm. I've got, I've got real specific, I have to be super specific with, with my visions. Um, mm. But I think, like you said, that depends on the individual person. And I think that if, if you've, if you're still at that place, that you've got blocks. If you're still at that place where you think of something specific and you go, I'm not capable of getting there, then going general is a really good way of doing it because it's not pressured. And because mm -hmm. sometimes when you're super specific, you feel pressure. It's like, it's like, oh, but you know, what if I don't get that exact house? Or what if I don't bring in that amount of money? So I think that for those people that are maybe still at that place, then going general is a really good way of doing it. And just going, I just want to, I just want to have a beautiful house that's, you know, by the, by the beach and, you know, it's got a feeling of, of freedom and a feeling of love and, and it's cozy or whatever you want to, whatever you want to put, two-story house, whatever it is. And I think that's a lot easier for some people. So mm -hmm. I think until you can sort of like, until you get to that real expanded place where you can then start saying, okay, well, what locations do I want to go visit? Where do I want to live? What um, experiences do I want to have? Uh, what sort of cars do I want? And I think once you've done that, then you can start to trust and go, you know what? I put it all out there because don't you think that sometimes what happens is we put it all out there, but then we focus on it so much and it brings it back to that lack of trust that we continue to ask over and over and over again for it. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing, like you you get to like know what you desire and then release it to the universe yeah. you know like because imagine like sometimes we're trying to micromanage the universe and it doesn't work like good luck with that like I don't have to <laughs> worry if there will be a sunshine this morning and if there will be fresh air or if I will just choke myself with no air in the middle of the day like yeah there is a higher power who is running all of this mm -hmm. and get to let it to bring us everything we need like all the moving components like mm -hmm. yes have your vision and I always say I want this or something better right yeah. like I want to make hundred thousand dollars a month or something even better like whatever it is for you yes. like this or something even better and trusting that even if things are not happening as you plan because listen, like you can have plan and, and, and the, you know, God will be laughing about it. Like <laughs> we had a, okay, that's not for you <laughs> or not right now, yeah, you know, not right now. better, or you gotta learn something else. Like 
I personally, um, we plan with my husband, you know, like this year to get pregnant and then in May we got pregnant and in July we lost our baby. I didn't plan for that. No. You know, and I was like heartbroken and I'm mm. still healing through that. I didn't plan for that. I had to completely surrender and say, yeah. there must be something even better. There must be something even better. And God knows what it's or doing. Maybe there's, and- maybe there's just a different time. And, yeah. and so that's the thing. I mean, yeah, I, and I understand. I mean, I, I, I lost my first one as well. And um, so, but it was the timing. I just moved across to Germany with my husband and we got pregnant pretty much straight away. And then I lost that baby. And then, you know, I got pregnant again and that one was fine. So I think that it's a timing thing. Trust in the divine timing because we may put our visions out there, but understand that the universe has a lot of different things that has to organize in order for that to happen Mm -hmm. so it's not just it's not just a matter of okay we put it out there and you know some people are instant manifestors and these are the people that are like super conscious there's like super um tuned in and tapped in and um they have no doubts and and nothing like that but generally for, for most of us it takes time it takes time for us to be able to change those beliefs. We have, you know, exactly. I feel like I'm an instant manifester in certain things. And yes. it depends like how much you care. Well, like yeah. I care, but I, I don't care so much, right? And when you care too much, that's when it's like that neediness comes in. It's like having a needy boyfriend, right? Like we're sexting you every five minutes and then it's freaking out because you didn't reply in 10 minutes because you went in the shower, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't want that. We get rid of that. And that's what we're sometimes doing to the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want it now and give it to me now and I need it now, right? And it's just like, hey, like chill, just chill. You yeah. know, chill, trust and distract And yourself. enjoy your life in the meantime. Yeah. You know, live your purpose, live your vision and keep keep acting as as though it's already happened because it's all within you. Mm-hmm. And this is this is what this is what I say, look, we've got to we've got to believe that we are already that which we vision. Mm-hmm. It's just bringing it into into manifestation. So mm-hmm. um so that's so that's the next one that you're talking about. Then you're talking about receiving richness. So that's mm-hmm. that's the whole concept of receiving, right? And mm-hmm. and accepting. And so so go into that just a little bit. I the you know like the it's it's so fascinating because I work with women, you know, mm-hmm. those are my like uh, only clients and women have such a challenge to receive. Yes. Such a challenge to receive because we're like I got to deserve this and I'm such a giver and I'm such a good hearted person. So I got to give you a gift and they don't remember that it's a full circle of receiving and feeling safe to receive, right? Our body literally was made to receive, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we get to go back into feeling safe in our body and soon our body with with like feeling safe to receive it's okay to receive even just like imagine like compliment you know like we when somebody compliments it's like oh i i love your dress oh it was just a five dollars or i have it for yeah. so many years or we start explaining instead of say thank you yeah like we get to start with that so this is what i'm teaching my clients like start receiving the little things like somebody opens the door somebody smiles at you like yeah to make a list of the things they're already freely receiving because there is a resistance like oh it's hard for me to charge this and this and it's hard for me to raise my prices i'm like listen when people pay they pay attention yeah 
absolutely i've i've always said that is that you know there's there's so much free stuff out there and you know it's great to offer value um some free value with some things but i find they don't pay the attention that they normally would if they had to had to pay for it mm. and so so that's what i i, I do want to go into now that we sort of like segue to the clients and to charging money um how do we as business owners as entrepreneurs be able to say okay i you know i would like to be earning this month much a month like you said hundred thousand dollars or better or ten thousand dollars or better or whatever your your amount is but we have that block that um that nobody's going to pay that much for my program Mm. And nobody's going to, you know, how am I going to find those clients? Because there's so much, so much um, emphasis on competition in, in today's society. Competition, you know, Me it's neither. not possible. <laughs> yeah. Be, there, there is no competition at all. No. Competition, it's a masculine trade, right? Like I got to compete. I got to survive. I got to compete to get a, you know, go hunt and get the food for my family. We don't have to do that. When you look at the cities like New York, it's a completely masculine city and it's a competition. Mm -hmm. It's a rush and it's a fast. And we all have the masculine and feminine energy within us. You just got to know when to use it, right? And I always tell my clients, when you want to attract more richness, you got to become the magnet. You got to be confident. It's confident that sells. It's not this price or this price. When I started, you know, coaching almost six years ago, Jennifer, I I was charging hundred dollars a session, and I was thinking yep. like, oh my gosh, it's so much money because in my corporate I was doing around like thirty dollars an hour, which is fantastic. Like yep. like like six years ago when like the minimum wage was like nine dollars, eight dollars, I was doing well. And I'm like, well, if I'm coaching, I want to do like more than that. So if we triple it, I was like, wow. Wow, yeah. And then as you go, you grow and you learn and you're like, wow, it's not just the coaching um, that I like come because I used to do them in person back in Las Vegas. So you got to drive somewhere, meet the client, you with the client. You didn't have Zoom back then, did we? We did. (laughs) We had Skype, didn't we? I was I was doing Zoom. Already. You were doing Zoom. See, I only yeah. came into I only came into contact with Zoom a couple of years ago. I was doing Skype before that. I know and... I had Skype when I was maybe in high school. So, <laughs> but you start to like see the value you're pouring out there to your clients. You're starting to see the results, so you start to believe you're in yourself more, right? Mm. So I remember how stressed I was. Like I'm like, wow, so. One session, I was thinking it's like one hour, right? With the client, but it's the before, the after, the follow up, blah, blah, blah. And you're now on two, three hours. I'm like, well, it's not so great then, right? And I was pressing back then, like, nobody will pay me if I charge it $150. And I had to work through that belief. And I realized, I'm like, Petia, listen, there are people who are paying like literally stupid money for paintings that five-year-old could make. (laughs) And they pay like, millions of dollars for it there is a market for everyone and everything and if you have a desire on your mind if you have a passion for you in your heart mm-hmm. and you can teach something show something make someone lives better they will pay you for it yeah so that's how i grown and now i'm charging you know like between 1200 and 1500 a session and i have a two days intensive five thousand dollars and like my mentor 
she's not even doing one-on-one calls but when she was doing them she was doing like ten thousand dollars for a call yeah that's that's amazing but that's because that's because she believes that she's worth it in herself she yep. believes in herself and in the value she's providing so believe in yourself nobody will do this for you like I have my clients and they're so brilliant and some of them they catch on fire so quickly like I had a client who was making $800 in her business mm-hmm. when she was she didn't have money to hire me she had to take a business loan yeah and for our first call I was coaching her on Voxer that's like walkie-talkie app that I talk with my clients it's uh, a yes great mm-hmm. app so I was coaching her through abundance because she was freaking out like, Petia, what if I cannot pay the loan back? What if I blah, 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 go bankruptcy, end up on a street? Like she has these real fears. Blocks, yeah. I work her through that even without like jumping on a call. That was just boxer. Before we even jump on a call, she made $5,000. Yeah, amazing. When we say yes, when we declare yes, when we invest in ourselves, we become magnetic. There is something that shifts and changes. And then I have clients who I had one client, it took her like eight months, but now she's making five figure months. And the first five figure month when she made, she used to do like $1,800 a month, charging like hundred or $200 a session. Yeah. Now the first five figure month, when it finally everything clicked, she made $13,000. And she was like, Petia, I never worked less in my life. <laughs> So easy so it's really about tuning yourself into the belief and peeling off those layers and listen having that support and guidance she told me like Petya, I couldn't do this without you yeah because I'm very caring very loving I make them feel safe I'm like some of them they call me their guardian angel some of them they're like mama Petya you know yeah. mama Bear. Because I truly deeply care and I care lovingly. I'm not here to bust their booty because they're so hard on themselves already. And listen, there are times that I call them on their BS because Mm -hmm. they're sitting in their stuff. I'm like, that's how, not how we work. That's not how we do it. But it's, it's very loving way. And you get to realize that when you are fully embracing who you are, when you realize you're perfectly made for your purpose, then you allow people come to you. Mm -hmm. Your clients will come to you because like, oh my God, I rely, I relate to this story. I trust you. Like I just paid five figures to join a, a mastermind, you know, with, she was just a guest on my podcast. We kept the relationship. I don't even know everything she's offering there. I'm like, listen, I love you. I trust you. I want to come because I saw her in past four years. Like she skyrocketed. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, I see where you are. And like, we met on our journey and you're like flying. I was like, bring me with you. Yeah. You got to invest. It's like, you got to pay to play the game. And listen, at the beginning, I just listened to the podcast that the free courses that I didn't pay attention. Then you start paying and- it's scary, but when you invest, yes, you're invested and you're telling the universe, hey, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. And then you gotta allow yourself to be guided and trust. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It all comes down to that. It all comes down to what you believe you are worth and what you believe your value is. And, you know, and I totally agree. You do need to invest to be able to move forward. I mean, there are, there are some five, six, six figure masterminds out there that um, are just doing incredible work and people, people will pay those prices. Mm -hmm. Um, But once you've actually gotten the concept of, of money 
and mm-hmm. the, you've built that relationship with money. Okay, so I've I've kept you for an hour already, but um, as I ask all my guests, what um, what are three things if you could recommend to our listeners today that could help start them on their track towards um towards that abundance? Absolutely. So I feel like it all starts in the morning. Mm-hmm. How you're feeling in the morning, it's going to translate to end the rest of your day. So every morning I make myself feel like the queen that I am mm-hmm. because the way I feel about myself, others will be treating me the rest of the day, rest of the week, rest of the month. So creating a morning rituals and routines that really work for you yes. doesn't have to be strict and rigid. But really, what does make you feel abundant? What does make you feel rich? Like for me, what makes me rich and abundant, it's just like, stretching in our huge king bed and and, you know covering my husband if he's home and not in the gym and my dog and knowing that I I can do whatever I want in the morning right like there's no alarm so first it's like create a morning routine the second would be like really surround yourself with people who believe in Mm -hmm. you and who have the vision because if not many people are crabs and you know like the analogy and story of the crabs like you put crabs in a bucket and when with a lid off right and yes. one crop starts to crawl out the others will bring it down yep don't be surrounded with crops surround yourself with people who believe in you and who will believe your vision and some people you will get to let go some people renegotiate the relationship but who you surround yourself will literally determine on where you're heading and where you will be and the third is you really got to invest in yourself. Like I can, and, and it, listen, it doesn't matter if you first invest just your time and energy and then $100 and then $1,000. Like last year I invested $60,000 into my personal development yep. and growth and health. It's like, it gets to be there. So, you know, like morning routine and then really being surrounded by the right people that really inspire you and motivate you. And the third one is you got to invest in yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. That's fantastic. And I 100% agree with all of that. Now, before we do go, before I let you go, can you let our listeners know where they can find you and, um, you know, how they may be able to invest in themselves with you? Absolutely. So my favorite place to connect is Instagram. That's mm-hmm. where I am, you know. Awesome. So Instagram is my name, Petya Kolebova, and I know Jennifer will put it in the show notes. Because I nobody absolutely can will. And the same, it's like my website, you know, just petiakolobova.com and my podcast, like Jennifer mentioned, it's it's unapologetically abundant because I truly believe that when we become unapologetically ourselves, that's when the abundance comes. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for um, taking the time to speak to us today. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's a topic that I'm so passionate about. So thank you so much for your time, Petia. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me and all the work you're doing. Thank you.